No! 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 What? Because I was married for two fucking years! You're a cunt, Ryan. You cunt. You're a cunt, Ryan. No, sir, I don't like it. No, sir, I don't like it. This podcast is brought to you by Brondell. Make sure you guys go to Brondell.com for all of your your toilet. Your ad, dirty asshole needs. Yeah. You know that like itch you get when you walk? You can live your life without that. If you go to Brondell.com and put in the promo code no sir and get 20% off of your bidet it's toilet just a bidet. seat. It is. You always call it a toilet seat. Because that's cover. what it's called in the fucking I know, website. It doesn't matter. Nobody knows what that is. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bidet. Go wash your ass, you, you nasty motherfuckers. You take off the seat that's already there, you put this one on, and then you look like you have a high-tech toilet. What's up, everybody? It's episode 103 of No Sir, I Don't Like It. Carmen Morales here with me as always, the very funny Brian Vokey. And yep. today, oh boy, do we have a special guest. I've been so excited about this. You have Thank no idea. You. No one has ever introduced me with those words. We've been so excited. Really? <laughs> Not really. Well, Tim Dillon, everybody. First of all, let me say your name. Yeah. yeah. I've, uh, I've been stoked. My yeah. Actually, my New Year's resolution was to, um, for 2019, I wanted to be as as mean as Tim Dillon and as beloved as Janelle James. That was actually like my comedic goal. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. Say, uh, well, that's a spectrum. Yeah. Um, it, it can be done. The first one. Easy. <laughs> you can be as mean as Tim Dillon. Uh, it's hard to be beloved. I've never found the, the root to being beloved, but I've never been interested in it, but it seems nice. It looks, yeah, it looks nice from other people. It, when you when you meet somebody, and Janelle's not this person because she does ruffle feathers, but like there are people in the world, forget this business, but certainly in this business, but in the world where they just they don't ever make anyone mad mm-hmm. ever, <laughs> and you could like you meet them and you're like, oh, you've never made anyone, no one's been angry at you for a rational reason, you know, like right. maybe right. people, you know. A girl or a guy you didn't like was mad that you didn't like them back or something. But nobody, you're you're just a joy. You're a pleasant human being, you know, without malice. Yeah. You're just a good and 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 you don't say anything that makes anyone well, uncomfortable. See, that's, that's the line, though. I think that you could be lovable, but then still say whatever the fuck you want to. Because if you don't yeah. get that I'm fucking around, then kind of it's kind of like, well, then fuck you. I'm a delight to be around. I yeah. can say some cunty shit too. I agree. I agree. I've always wanted to just be someone who could say cunty shit instead of being <laughs> beloved. Because I think mm-hmm. being beloved has got to be in your DNA to an extent. Right. I think it's just one of those things that's kind of natural. You either have it or you don't. You either have a, you know, people that are good looking don't realize how much easier it is to love them. Yeah. Because they're, if, if they're, not, they're not horrific to stare at. Yeah, if they're really hot and really positive and really nice, they tend to fall into that category of beloved. They're just a good guy. Just a great guy. Like, how many times do people say to you, like, this person's just a great person. Then you see a photo of them and they're like, this gorgeous. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah, and you're like, yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, you're filling in a lot of blanks yeah. with those cheekbones. It's that pretty yeah. privilege shit. I was talking about that because it's the same shit with, like, Ted Bundy. Everybody was talking about how handsome he was. The, yeah. the guy had, like, te- like, Ted Broad's fucking skulls in their hands. Right. The FBI. And there were still women on television going, no, there's no way he did that. He's so handsome. And he was so also handsome. charming, too. Yeah. He had a charm to him. And all these these uh, millennial, you know, ad, dead-eyed Adderall puppies on Twitter. <laughs> right. Fucking horrible 
social media takes are hack and boring and I yep. pray to God every day for this fucking planet to burn. <laughs> but all of these people, like he wasn't even good looking. He's not even, ah, da, 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 da. Yeah, but like, they, they have the charm of a dead animal. Yeah, it's like you, you know? don't have any fucking charm, you stupid bitch, because you spend <laughs> yeah. every fucking minute on the internet and you realize everything that works on the internet in real life is disgusting. Like snark, Great on the internet in real life, it's right. gross. Mm-hmm. Somebody who's just cynical and 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 and, and a, you know, like a uh, dismissive, cynical person mm-hmm. on the internet, you love. When real life, you're like this person kind of sucks, right? And if you laughed as much as you wrote ha 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 to people, you'd yeah. be insufferable. Absolutely, yeah, you can't get around that shit. <laughs> I yeah. don't know, dude. I laugh a lot. I laugh a lot. How come Tom Brady doesn't get? He's a good-looking, successful man. He catches all the hate. He doesn't get because he's too good-looking and too successful. Because uh, there's, there's a, a tipping point. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. Point. Listen, Plus he, he has the hottest chick too. Like, there's a lot of like dude and the, tr- that the too. Trump thing. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah, he had the MAGA hat. I mean, that's the whole. I mean, Esquire just did. Um, and I think it's a little tone deaf because of Black History Month, maybe. <laughs> but Esquire just did a. There's a 17 year old white kid, male, on the cover, and they're like an American boy. And it's just a story about being a 17-year-old straight white male in Wisconsin. Right. And boy, is everyone scandalized about that. <laughs> boy, is it the return of the Klan. And then like... <laughs> And then, like, these fucking morons are like, oh, Esquire, it's not racist, but it's not inspired either. And I'm like, when's the last time a magazine article, and I'm including fucking The Atlantic and everything else, has been fucking inspired? It's a magazine. Why does... Not only that, but that magazine hasn't inspired anybody since the fucking 60s. Yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, if you're getting inspired by magazines, just go... Shoot yourself. That's ridiculous. Why are we looking to Esquire to save your fucking day? That's insane. Also, who picks Esquire. up? What if Esquire had a young black trans child? Would you pick that up and be like, this is what I've been looking for? I I'm, hope, I'm, like, I'm, I'm a little sick of, and, and I will say this, I'm a little sick of the, the pieces where it's just like, here's what it's like to be me. Right. I've had a little bit. I've had enough of, hey, here's what it's like to be me. Mm-hmm. I would like to go back to writing about people who've accomplished things, who've murdered people, right? who've done, done something things. interesting. Well, yeah. Like, can we go back to the story and not just you? Right. What it's like to be me. These are things that in many cases I was born with. Uh, mm-hmm. And and we're gonna just talk about how a guy or a girl or a non-binary person navigates the world. Those stories are getting boring to me. How I navigate, <laughs> how I get up and make it, because- how I just do it. It's like, oh fucking stop. Because that's those story. The, the story. A story is something that the extraordinary part is what makes it interesting, not the character. The character takes you through a fucking something interesting that happens. Yeah, hundred percent. That's the whole point of it. It's as boring as a travel story. Yeah. It's like, oh, you went somewhere. That's not a personality. Yeah. yeah. Traveling well, is not I'm a personality. I'm glad Anthony Bourdain is dead. Me too. You know, and I've <laughs> said that many times to the consternation of many people. But he was a fraud and a drug addict. And I'm glad he's dead. I had the same bit. Uh, he 
but yours was way better. I had to retire my bit when I, mean, I watched I've never, I've only done it once or twice. I've been there it, both times, I think. Very, yeah, it's, no one likes it. I know. But the reality is, is, you know, there was this guy that got killed because he was this Christian missionary going into these, yeah. uh, you know, islands and trying mm-hmm. to convert people to Christianity and they shot him with poison arrows yeah. and everybody's like, fuck that guy. But somehow it's okay if Bourdain does it with tiramisu, you yeah. know? Fusion he tacos. gets to fucking <laughs> yeah. go around the world bothering people with, and by the way, you're not a revolutionary because you went somewhere and had soup. No. Grow the fuck up. But Grow I did it up. with a 95-year-old Asian man. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, I went somewhere. I went to, there was a civil war. And we saw, I remember I was watching it one day. And this is just a certain type of person tends to feel like this content is really meaningful. Mm-hmm. And I was watching it one day. And he was, I think he was in Turkey. And he was sitting there and like, somebody's like, yeah, we're in this weird revolutionary phase of the you know, government and like, <laughs> we don't know where our daughter is because she lived in one of the cities. We live in the country. We can't get in touch with her. And and then he started talking about hummus. And Kimchi, like, yeah. Where's her daughter? <laughs> where the fuck is the daughter? Thanks for Just, generating all this interest in not the food, you psycho. Yeah, no one cares about the daughter. Like, he doesn't even, he doesn't even acknowledge how insane it is. He doesn't even look at the camera and go, I know this is stupid, but I'm going to have to talk about hummus now because that's this shitty show. Well, that would have been him being real and right. that would have made him like way more genuine yeah. instead of just you know I just yeah. never I was just never into it I was never into these I love food and I love all that shit but I was the idea that like food's this very important thing and it's a revolutionary act to go around the world eating it's like no it's not I You're, just felt like him hanging himself people do himself. it all the time they're right. just not filming him except oh. well now it's on Instagram but right and him hanging himself was just one more boring nail in his coffin dude it was just <laughs> yeah. like I mean he, was just he couldn't fancy, even be inventive a, a way to kill himself he was being and he was in a fancy hotel in France hanging him who gives a fuck dude like I'm so with you on that I would I, I've said it a million times but I, I'd rather be Anthony, but I'd trade places with him right now. Like his life yeah. was so much better than mine. I'd rather, you know. He had a great life. He really did. Yeah, yeah he did not, heroin and then he traveled the world. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's not often you get to be a drug a drug addict and then a rich person. Yeah, <laughs> it is an interesting move. Heroin doesn't make you interesting either. A lot there's a lot of substitute for personalities that people are be able to sell. Yeah. Like, you know, heroin, traveling, cooking, none of these things actually make you something no. you want to hang out I always out get with. annoyed when people think if they travel that it like it changed them as a person, like as a person, like all these white bitches that go to Singapore and start wearing drapery and shit like that right. and come back and think they're a different, no, you're the same bitch that left. You just bought some material. Yeah, yeah. You, you, you were able to make up a new version of yourself and sell it to people and they Absolutely. believe it because they never met you before. Well, LA is also this cottage industry of trying uh-huh. to give people uh, hobbies and some of them are you know good and they're healthy or whatever mm-hmm. but it really is this whole thing about like getting into the get into crystals get into meditation yeah. get into you know get into one of mil- a million different types of yoga get you know start learning about your chakras and you know really connect on a deeper but level these are the same bitches that are talking bitching about cultural appropriation and they're doing the same exact thing 100%. because they're making what a fuck ton of money that, though? That's they're my taking question. they're making money yeah, off of it absolutely which is the the appropriation part yeah, absolutely well yeah la makes you sick and then sells you the cure yeah. That's exactly what it is. I think that's a great way to say it. <laughs> yeah. That's a great way to say it. <laughs> it's happening to me. I wear cowboy hats now. Yeah. You know? Like, what the fuck? Yeah, what happened? I don't know, but I love them. They bring me joy. That's it crazy. made me sick. Do you really wear cowboy yes. hats? Yes. Wow. Yeah. He looks good at it, Ben's talking about wanting to wear one, too. The house we're recording it at. Yeah. I don't know. LA makes you fucking wacky. Yeah, it does. I was in a green room of a comedy uh, show yesterday, and like somebody walked in. A gay guy walked in with five-inch heels. They were very nice shoes. And then the straight guy in the room was like you know i wish i could wear 
heels. They seem so empowering. And I'm like, oh my God. guys, 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 can, you know, can anyone have a normal reaction to something? <laughs> yeah. Can anyone just say nice shoes yeah. or nothing? Or, nothing or at all. you don't have to try to outdo that person and be like, I wish I could wear heels. Yeah. I love I, that. It's so empowered. I wish I could do that's it. That's straight guy was looking for more power. Well, they just, yeah, I mean, it's just not like only that, but uh, you, you can, you fucking pussy. Why yeah. don't you just go buy a pair instead of making this, making those shoes about you? Right. And it's like, you know why you, you don't wear them? Cause you don't want to fucking wear them. Yeah. No, you don't like, really want to. You don't want to wear them. Yeah. And you're saying something ridiculous to try to score points. It's and like that's fucking other, the so gay guy doesn't want to wear them either. He just needs a Netflix special. And he doesn't want to write. It's a very, it, <laughs> let me tell you, I always look at high heels and I'm like, who wants to wear these? But I get, you know, some people really like them. They are cool looking like high heel shoes are cool looking. Yeah. Photographically. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, I mean, it's, I, you know, it's probably painful. Yeah. To walk in them. Yeah, it, I mean, I spend is. hours watching people break their ankles on right. their shoes all day. Earthquake <laughs> posts a new video of that every day. Yeah. Earthquake's Instagram <laughs> is the only thing I watch. She loves it. <laughs> I don't blame you. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I don't wear them, but I think they look great. I like when other people wear them. I think when it looks good on someone, I think that looks nice. You know, that's nice. But I'm not fucking, I'm not doing that. Yeah. So you're living here now? Or no, 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 no. I no. never. I'm living in New York. And I come out here now more frequently. Right. But I could. I don't think I could do it. I think because of comments like that. Yeah. I really do. Comments like what? Like, I would like to wear high heels because it's Oh, empowering. that was here. Oh, yeah, of because course it was. I don't know why here, I thought that was Here's here. what I've noticed here. People say things here with no connection to them. Yes. And you have to be okay with that. And you have to be able to kind of just roll with that. Mm-hmm. And I what think do you mean? Give me another example. People here, what I'm so say? excited for your album. <laughs> okay, hold I'm on. So hold excited. On. Okay, I feel like I need to clarify. Yeah. I am fucking legitimately excited that no, you're here. No, not you. I understand that. Listen, <laughs> I'm fucking legitimately excited. Listen, the shit that gets said here. The shit that gets They're said. Saying here, the right thing. I don't what even they... mind when you say this shit on Facebook and Twitter because that's fucking the way these things work. Everybody's full of, of shit. Well, that, and that's their way of also boosting the your your this shit is up and like with Twitter the has come to life. Mm-hmm. Facebook's come to life. Whereas like we all say things on social media. We don't have a fucking emotional connection to my friend. Go this GoFundMe seems legit. Donate, and you're sad. It's like, oh, that's a shitty thing, but you don't know the people. Or, oh, my friend lost their dog. If anyone sees this dog, get you don't care. I don't care. No, I don't. I'm like, oh, someone lost a dog. But in real life, fucking dogs are L.A. It's like in real life, people are that disingenuous to your face. And you have to just roll with it and be like, oh, yeah, the high heels are empowering. You sh- I, yeah, you, you grab them. Yes, queen. Okay. Um, I am excited for your album. I have been waiting up right. nights waiting for your album. I am so excited <laughs> to hear another comedian's take on the world. But it's just, it's not only these things. But they say that yeah, and then they don't fucking broader. buy it. Yeah. You know no, what I mean? Well, that's my point. You know, my point is that like, there is something about New York that just keeps people more rational. And I think maybe it's because the weather and you're in the subway. And There's you're a lot around, more brutality around you. You're around. Yeah. It's a little harder to live yeah. and you're around people that you don't necessarily 
want to be around, but you have to be around them for you know because your transportation and everything else. Right. The city is so crowded, and there's something about that. Whereas people here float off into the ether, they leave the planet, right. and you have to be okay with people leaving the planet. Like I've had friends say to me in the city, like that don't have jobs, and we're walking down the street, and they're like. I want to just go to a vacation in Ireland and stay in a castle. I've never stayed in a castle. I've never <laughs> stayed in a castle. And I'm like, you don't have a fucking job. Stepping over and nine homeless they people. Look you, they look at you like you've insult, like you're yeah. mean, like you're a piece of shit. Cause you call them out and you're like, you don't have a fucking job. What's the plan? What is the plan? And then they look at you like you've assaulted them. You're describing every conversation I have with people in LA. This happens to me constantly. Close friends of mine. I'm constantly upsetting people. Yeah. Just, and I don't even know how, like I just saying the truth or whatever, you know, man, I wish I could, our listeners don't know. See, that's not fair because I say shit like that and people always think I'm joking even when I'm serious. Because they're so invested in their insanity here that to puncture it takes a lot. Like it really does. Like people tend to build a wall around themselves and they're like, they're living. There are so many people out here that think something's going to happen in their career. (laughs) And there has been no indication. And I don't mean like a small, few small indications. (laughs) I mean, no indication that anything is ever going to happen. And they walk around believing not in a hungry lets me work harder way yeah but yeah. in like a, it's a matter of time until this fucking eagle gets to soar <laughs> until somebody comes knocking on my door yeah wanting to hand me a deal and these people <laughs> that's how you end up with a hundred thousand homeless people in your downtown and they're crazy <laughs> and it's like you'll sit there talking to those people and you and these people are crazy and you just have to go oh okay so i think the move here is to live here if you're really wealthy yeah and you like own a home right somebody told me once and i kind of love this quote they said la is a great place to be 20 and hot or 40 and rich and i think that's a very interesting i think i kind of appreciate that explains now. why i can't if, sleep if you're su- <laughs> <laughs> if you're super young and everybody's into you it's awesome. And if you're 40 and you just have enough money to kind of disengage mm-hmm. and not give a fuck and just be your own, you know, yep. that's kind of the move to just drive your Tesla right through downtown. Right. Yeah. Right. Wind in your plants, your yeah. hair plant implants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of them. <laughs> one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This town sucks. I hate it and drives me crazy. And uh, last night, Carmen and I were in a Claire, Wisconsin, mm-hmm. I was going to say Washington, is blizzard. 15 people showed up. Seven had to get kicked out. Brian almost two. fucking killed us because he was FaceTiming while I was driving and said blizzard. But that doesn't even matter. I'm saying, that was stupid, yes. <laughs> but the show, I'm saying there's a woman dying on Xanax. Half the row had to get kicked out. And I was like, I was in a great mood because I was out of LA. It was, yeah. it was a miserable show. It was terrible. It was horrible. And I was like, I love this so much more than even, other than the comedy store, anything else I would do in LA. Uh, like I, it's this sound is driving me insane. It's right. eating at my core. Yeah, yeah. There's a dark energy. Yeah, there's a dark energy here. No, no, no. Everybody here is positive. It's all good vibes. <laughs> yeah. just, I just, you know, and if you have any kind of negativity whatsoever, it's just kind of harshing our vibes. Like, oh, so- Claire, you know, there, the Wisconsin is just serial killers. Yes, and it's still somehow lighter. It's. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> you know? The only thing heavy in Wisconsin are your shits because it's all cheese. Yeah, yeah it's somehow surrounded lighter. by murderers and people just so drunk and it's just dying. Tundra where people just kill and eat each other. <laughs> and for whatever reason, it's much nicer. It's so much nicer. Than, than, than Los Angeles. That's why you know? there's so many com- comics, I'm putting in quotation in LA, who say they hate doing the road and it's because that's the only chance they ever have to interact with reality. Yeah. That's why they hate the road. They hate it. They hate the road because, and they hate everything that isn't something that they've created. Yeah. So, and that's the whole thing. And I love a lot of the alt shows here. They're great shows. The hot tubs and good heroines and all that stuff. And I wouldn't call it an alt show, but Chatterbox and Covina is my favorite because right. it's 40 minutes outside of LA. Plus, it's, there's real people there. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah. it's like doing real comedy. But a lot of these things, and this is the same if you went to Brooklyn, New York and stuff, it's right. like you've created and curated a scene. Mm-hmm. And good for you, fine. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. But when you step out of the scene that you've curated, you've curated the audience and mm-hmm. the, the, your other comics. And, you know, when you step out of that and you step into the world, a lot of your ideas and your preconceived notions about things fall by the wayside or they get challenged. And yeah. there's a ton of people that don't want to do that. That could be their own act, that could be their own belief. You know, every Trump voter is a Nazi. And then right. you go somewhere and you meet some people and you're like, well, I don't agree with them. I think they're wrong. They don't really seem like they're Nazis. <laughs> 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 it doesn't seem like they're in the Third Reich. Uh, but again, if you just stay in Echo Park and stay in that fucking right. bubble and stay in this place where you've handpicked every opinion that's right. valid, then you're fucking And then adult. you become this entitled cunt and then you create this narrative where like every interaction you have as an entitled cunt out in the public, like if you have a in- bad interaction with a hotel clerk, you're like, this man was so sexist to me. And it's like, and then you spin that narrative and you create that world even more where it's like, no, you're a cunt. This guy isn't being sexist. He's being a dick to you because you're a fucking bitch. Like, but you've created this world where like you should never have to hear anything harsh. Yeah. I hate it, dude. It's like, but it's, cre- it's, it's like, it's almost like they, they, they are babying themselves in that like this world that they mm-hmm. have created doesn't really exist anywhere outside of these four blocks you know what i mean right and so then it's like well, the world is fucked up we, the world has been fucked up since before you've been here like why are yeah. you trying to act like it's so strange oh is it because you live such a fucking privileged life that that everything people having a contrasting opinions or ideals or being assertive or is a is monstrous to you well the other thing is the ultimate and i've been doing comedy probably about nine years the ultimate privilege to me is never having to make anyone laugh Oh yeah, and I've seen a lot of people uh, <laughs> uh, be, do that uh, and and carve out relatively uh, good careers. Yes, not really making anyone laugh. Like even in these curated rooms that they do, mm-hmm. it's kind of underwhelming. But they have the right opinions. Mm-hmm. They're in. The, it's in the right package. Mm-hmm. You know, you're the right friend. So it's kind of like. It's kind of a scam, which I'm pro many scams. Me so too. I, I, yeah, I, I, I kinda, love a good scam. I kind of look at some of these people and I'm like, ah, right. You know, I kind of see what you're doing. And if they were like, if they were more on the level, like if they turned around to me and they're like, wink, wink, I'm not, wink, yeah. wink, wink, yeah. watch this. And they got up and they were like, ah, squid. Ah. And, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would be like, all right, I'm almost for this. But they've deluded themselves into yes. thinking that they're actually good. Or yeah, they they're actually, believing their own Kool-Aid yeah, type which of is shit. Always <laughs> fucking That's like weird. I was talking to you about that 
guy, um, the guy who said, I will not work at the Pittsburgh Improv because they booked Louie or whatever. And turns out he was hosting, by the way. Just hosting. <laughs> oh, I'm not right. taking $50 turned, a show. He wrote this big self-righteous thing. And then now he's opening for Tignataro in theaters. So at first I got pissed at him. And then I was like, hey, he turned a hosting gig at the Improv, put it, canceled that, made a self-righteous post. Now he's got theater gigs. That's a scam. Yeah. I support that. It's a scam. I support but it. What's yeah. fucked up? And, and they'll never willingly admit that. They'll no, never no. give you the he wink, believes wink. it when he's asleep. Yeah. Like, he really believes it. Which is unfortunate Which because if it, it, yeah. if you were wink-winking at me, then I'd be like, oh, okay, because that means you understand the game so much that you created a play to advance yourself. Right. You know what I mean? But you're going to try to act like this isn't a motherfucking game and that everybody's, you know what I mean, right. trying to, to work their whatever the fuck angle? Yeah. Shut up. 100%. I love I love when people turn like do you think Hannibal Burris goes to sleep at night is like thank god Bill Cosby did what he did. <laughs> 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 that, thank fucking god. It wasn't god. for the Spanish fly. I wouldn't be flying so yeah, high, baby. I'd still be flicking pickle juice at Goonies in Rochester <laughs> yeah. if Bill Cosby did fucking. <laughs> I had an argument with uh, somebody that was in the house the other night. I had an argument with them because they were telling me that uh, I said you know, people knew what Harvey Weinstein was up to. They didn't come forward because they were afraid of losing their careers. Right. And then their contention was that's not true. People are basically moral and decent. And they didn't really? come forward. This is what they were saying. You twitched after you said that, by the way. <laughs> I know. People are basically moral and decent. <laughs> yeah. Then your eye fluttered. Yeah. <laughs> people are basically moral and decent. And that they didn't come forward because they were unsure of the rumors. And they heard them second and third hand. And I'm like... Okay, I'm not talking about like a secretary who wasn't in the loop. I'm talking about the people that did fucking know. Yep. Uh, they didn't come forward because their career. And then this person who had never been broke, by the way, sure. this, this person had been raised, was like, well, if I found something like that, I would come forward no matter what. And I don't care if I had to live in my car. And so I said to the Because person, you've never lived in your fucking car. Correct. I said, have you ever lived yep. in your car? And they're like, no. And I'm like, oh, so you don't understand anything about what motivates or incentivizes people. You don't understand right. fucking anything. And it's easy to just get up on that moral high mm-hmm. horse when you've fucking never been broke. You've never lived in a car. I would work for Harvey Weinstein today. Yes. Harvey Weinstein said to me, I have to, I'm going to produce a movie and you're going to star in it. Guess what, bitches? I'm going to be the star. Yeah, it'd probably be a Tarantino That's movie. That's what. I mean, it's, it is what it is. I feel horrible about it, yeah. but I've been given no choice. I'm in a business where I've been given no choice. Dude, I was in the army. Do you know what they've done? Right. You know? Well, if somebody right. gave me shit for working for Weinstein, it's like, I used well, to be in the even, army. Have you ever heard of Vietnam? It's not yeah. even just that, but BuzzFeed isn't giving you a motherfucking movie deal. If Harvey right. Weinstein is, okay, motherfucker, well, but you just, didn't offer me a check. What yeah. the fuck do you want from me? It's this whole idea of like, well, I can be morally superior to you because my parents pay my rent yes this is really what yes. it comes down to yeah yes. you can afford to yeah. some yeah. people can't fucking afford the whole city to. of san francisco moral purity has a really strong correlation with whose parents are paying their rent yes i mean that's just a fact <laughs> no it's i mean i have i live with a guy uh as of today moving out today but uh who is in the dsa yeah and they all have brand new Priuses when there's a meeting here right at my house like right. it's like 15 socialists with Prius and let me tell you they did not buy those of themselves. course not no yeah. everybody in the DSA I mean they're paid for it but they didn't buy yeah. them yeah 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 their yeah. parents bought them straight up it's just that's what it is you gotta be rich to be a socialist I'm hoping that is the new comedy I really pray that like DSA stuff is the new comedy so I don't have to see these people 
in the comedy scene. Oh, that's a good point. That's a <laughs> really re- good point. I really hope so. And on yeah. both sides, like the old right or whatever, like I'm hoping that these people just go into those camps and because, you know, and you will split them up. Like the, the, the woke guy go to the DSA, the guy mm-hmm. who's doing, uh, you know, 20 million on funny rape jokes. You can be a yep. fucking shit poster on whatever site. Right, 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 right. I'm just hoping that those things swallow some of the untalented, lonely incel people that mm-hmm. generally find their way into comedy. Well, yeah, because then then they can go do their TED Talks over there where right. it's, they don't need to worry about laughs per minute. Absolutely. Well, they, they <laughs> aren't worrying about that no matter where they are. Right, yeah. They definitely are <laughs> not worrying about that. But then we don't have to be burdened with them. Didn't you have a joke where it was something about like, I don't, I, the, the, it was like one rape will make you an asshole, several rapes will make you cool, or something about trauma, or a couple traumas away from being interesting. Oh, yeah. yeah you ever met somebody that has, um, that's like, like a trauma away from being an interesting person. Like, yeah, I think they have the structure of a decent personality, but just nothing bad has ever happened to them to make them go. Yeah. Oh, I don't matter. Well, I've started to say that it's very hard for me to talk to anyone under twenty five unless their family's been killed in a fire. <laughs> <laughs> so unless like a Nigerian have, or, boy soldier or an equivalent, <laughs> yeah, or an <laughs> equivalent tragedy. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. you've not had that, it's going to be very tough to, uh, to get you know get on the level with you. <laughs> I was telling him I was doing the, some comedy festival and it was a very similar situation where there was a young female comedian who was like in her early 20s and me and a friend of mine are swapping like horrific childhood stories yeah. you know what I mean real trauma yeah. bondy shit yeah. and then she chimes in and is just like oh I can totally relate to you guys one time uh, when I was when I was young um, my dad ripped up my brother's Yu-Gi-Oh cards right in front of him. <laughs> there you have it. That'll do it. You know, and I mean, I'm like what? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. These people are so delusional that they like think that they think that they're, it's the same. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you re- you wonder why all your artistic heroes are monsters of people. It's because terrible things make interesting people, but it also makes you a little bit of a not in your personal life. What are you going to do? Roman Polanski made great movies. He also liked to fuck 13 year olds. Right. He was also in the Holocaust. Right. It all adds up. Yeah. It all adds up. That's yeah. what it takes. Yeah. We kind of, once we get rid of all these people, we are in for the most boring era of art ever. It's coming. Respectful it's artists. It's coming, but you know, what will save it. What we're doing right now, podcasting, independent mm-hmm. shit. I mean, that's going to save it because the, the the industry is 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 not the industry is like a a teenager mm-hmm. and they're just obsessed with what the trend that the the, the, the the you know yeah, the, the fads trends fads, shit like that trend all that shit they don't give a fuck and I think the ability to just fucking be funny and make shit and get it to people is gonna is gonna is gonna be the new thing and then I think that the industry will fucking wake up and go oh yeah okay right it's just people just gotta or keep. they just they'll finally give you respect when you're like forty five or 50 and then be like oh he's been a legend there wasn't podcasting i might have quit you know literally like if i couldn't go and hang out with funny people and have and and be funny and shit like that and i Mm -hmm. just had to wait for a fucking some network to hand me something or or fucking allow me to do something i'd leave well that's why i talk about why i'm so stoked to have hitched my wagon to carmen because she's doing uh yeah in this podcast because she's doing a lot of like possible industry stuff and i'm like man hopefully bring the listeners here you do the bullshit and uh they'll (laughs) find me and hopefully i can go fucking headline some shitty clubs off of her fucking hard work yeah that's my hope that's good 
What a stray white move. <laughs> and I'm Italian. I have no problem carrying yeah, all these yeah. men. You'll, you'll do it. You'll take it. <laughs> I don't want to do fucking Fallon, you know? Yeah. Like, I don't want to do that. Like, when that was what I was talking to you about is like, it, th- without podcasting, it's not, it's not cool anymore. You nah. know, because, and that's what, what's so great about it is because um, since the industry doesn't have complete influence anymore, we can, inf- like, comics are having influence on who's like, you know, like Joey Diaz and Rogan and yeah. all these people. They're being like, no, th- these are the people that you need to be paying attention right. to. Mm-hmm. And they have such a large audience. People are going, fuck yeah, that person's funny. I fuck with them now. Right. You know? Yeah. 100%. So then it's also, it's not only the industry is not picking who's listening to you, but now it's people who already like comedy like you because somebody that also knows about comedy is fucking telling them to fuck with you. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like tra- tape trading. It's like getting albums in the eighties. Yeah, it's all like word of mouth. <laughs> That's what it is. If you like me, you love these dudes. Yeah, yeah. yeah you're yeah. reading the newsletter section in the back of Maximum Rock and Roll. Yeah, I like that shit though because I don't want to fucking. I can't. I'm too old and retarded to play the game. Yeah. So I just it's never going to work. I don't. I, they well, don't. I think in any business, and I have friends in other businesses, and they're like, "Listen, it's not simply like the entertainment business. It's like whatever you're doing. In, in many cases, not not all cases, but there's a lot of businesses now where like you can kind of do your own thing." And mm-hmm. you can build a, a, a customer base using technology. Yep. And using lot, the same format that we're using. Yeah, it's the 100%. Same shit. So mm-hmm. if you're in, the, you're in sales, you're whatever, you're in uh, the service industry, you're, you know, so you, whatever you're doing, you can build a group of people that gives a fuck about what you're doing. You know, no, I know people whose restaurants are doing well because of their Instagram. Oh, well, you listen. Know. Tons. Yeah, tons. Instagram yeah. has There's made also, restaurants more than their food. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. There's also the chicks, the fucking makeup tutorial chicks on Instagram. Like yeah. they're ha- making they're making like headliner, like with TV credit money, just uh-huh. so people can go and be like, Oh my god, I I I remember when she did that smoky eye when that her and her boyfriend broke up. Like yeah. it's the same. They're just connecting with other human beings. Well, and there's no fact there's no like manufacturer base, so well, the other thing is now, yeah. <laughs> you got to learn how to That's smoke your eyes now. Yeah. That's the new steel factory. Yeah. <laughs> just put on a lip liner. Yeah. Just manufacturing those pouty ass yeah. lips. It's, you know, a lot of companies now are not even hiring people full time. They want people to work from home. Mm-hmm. They want these decentralized workspaces where, mm-hmm. you know, people are not. So you're seeing like, I think this weird kind of revolutionary thing where like people are going to kind of have to go on their own, Mm -hmm. build a small cult Mm -hmm. and fucking that's going to be that. You know, it's interesting because I think now more than ever, like we really rely on like outsourced slavery you know, and so now that us poor people are not the slaves in this country, the slaves are elsewhere. So we're just kind of walking around <laughs> like, what do yeah. we do? Because you like I would have been a slave. Yeah. You know, like you're not a slave, but you know what I mean? Yeah, like I a it. wage slave. No, but like an indentured been, third <laughs> black person. Yeah, I would have been. Well, I've, I'm in, doing saying. this podcast in blackface. Yeah. yeah. I, that, we should have done video because I, I am in blackface. I was face. confused by that, but I supported it. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean a way and a Marxist slave, but I mean like. 
but we're not like, yeah, all the slaves are in China. And so we're just like the poor people. There's no jobs for us, nor are we owned. So we're just walking around like it's in the middle of a forest. Like, what do we do? I guess I'll do a tutorial. I guess I'll tell a joke. Yeah. We know this it's just so meaningless. It's just no purpose. It's the gig economy. Yeah. But I mean, whatever. I mean, I wasn't gonna succeed no matter what <laughs> what era I was born in. So who cares? Well, yeah. I'm glad you ended that I'm glad you ended that rant on a sad note. <laughs> whiny bitch. <laughs> Nothing's ever gonna happen for me. <laughs> what else don't you like, Tim? I'm right now I have a problem with people crowdsourcing information that they could easily get on their own. When they, uh, like when they ask people for medical advice, I don't like you know. I'm like think people are like, I'm thinking of taking a vacation in a few weeks. Uh, Does anybody have an idea? And it's like, hey, how about this? If you can't fucking choose a place to go on vacation, don't go. <laughs> if you lack the individuality to choose your own fucking vacation, <laughs> don't do it. Or these people are like. Hi, we're going to Disney World in seven months with the family, so we've started an informal Facebook group here where we could get everybody's experiences throughout the years of different hotels and different packages, <laughs> and we can compare and contrast. And if you wrote any TripAdvisor reviews, please copy and paste them in yeah, the thread. Please yeah. also advise us on when we should go. Include weather, uh, barometric pressure as well. <laughs> Parking um, tips. Is there any yeah. way that you can tell us what, and here's the thing, if you go on YouTube, because I was curious about this, and I'm like, I bet there is this thing. So if you go on YouTube, there are these travel writers who literally explain and show you every single Disney hotel, every fucking one, legitimately. Wow. Everyone, they go in, they're like, here are the benefits, here are the, here are the downsides, the pros. Are it's close to the park it's sponsored or on their own dime? I don't but know. Then, but then people but either, wonder why yeah. that nobody, like everybody's a pussy, is because like nobody takes any risks anymore. Not even on like where they go on vacation or where they stay. Well, like, that's the whole thing. But it's also like you have all this info. You can just watch it. You don't need the friends and family anymore. You know, right? And it's so. But you're just trying to tell people you're going to Disney. Well, like this is what it's all about. Here's what it's all about. It's about. I'm trying to show you that I'm an interesting person and I'm doing something cool. And, and can you give me all this information that I can easily get elsewhere and don't barely need? Because mm -hmm. there's fucking all kinds of, you know, places where you can get this information. But I just want to let everyone know that I'm going here. I'm taking a vacation or all of this shit where I, I just, I, I, you know, I, 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 I need to read some new books. Anyone got any suggestions about new books? What the fuck? How do you not have an interest at this point in your life? Well, if you yeah, don't know what you like, how the fuck is everybody else supposed to know? Well, that's what I mean. And it just to me, so that's something I, I notice now that's kind of making me upset is when people, and oh, take a chance, go to a bookstore, grab something, see what it is, you know, look at a bestseller list or fucking wander around, ask somebody who works in a fucking bookstore whose job is to just hang around books all day. Right. Don't ask your idiot friend on fate these fucking random. But what if they don't read the same thing their friends read and they won't be in on the conversation? Because that's what I conversation know. is now, is just Ugh. fucking bouncing back and forth the exact same thing. It would be interesting if I saw one thing and you saw another thing, we exchanged information about that but people don't do that yeah i mean i just that that upsets me that that bothers me and it's just part of this whole idea of like like uh 
let me crowdsource all of my opinions and mm-hmm. all the media that I consume and where mm-hmm. I go on vacation and let me not have any fucking unique fucking you know anything What's, in my they're life. not thinking for themselves yeah. anymore that's yeah. why this whole thing hey this thing's happening what do you guys think about it as opposed to like if you're if you have an opinion about it why don't you open with that instead yeah. of me instead of having all of us tell you how you need to feel about it you know yeah like the the whole thing with disney world when everyone's like i'm going to disney world and i just want to know like what are the best uh, hotels to stay at in Disney World? Number one, none of them. <laughs> none of them are. None of them. Do you want a real answer? None of them are the best hotels to stay at. None of them. Okay? That's it. The, that's the end of the discussion. Don't go. That's it. If, you don't, if you're at Disney World and you don't have kids, you should be in jail. Number I one. agree 100%. What's wrong with you? Yeah. It's disgusting. But you'll see those people who are like, we love Disney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We love it. I grew up with those people. It's <laughs> like something's wrong. Yeah. And they're like, I want my kids to love Disney as much as I do. And it's just gross. Let your kids be their own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's just another version of toddlers and tiaras and shit. Like yes. my baby's gonna be pretty yes. just the way I want it to be. Let your kid be a fucking chess player or a yeah. drug addict or shoot up a school. <laughs> Let them do what they want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but he's gonna fucking the kid's gonna turn into you anyway. Just give it time. I know. Yeah. <laughs> just relax. Yeah. He's gonna, we all turn into just him. slow play it, dude. Why are yeah. you being so thirsty for I this? I know. It's just so weird to me when I see like people just fucking that. So that's bothering me. There hasn't been a mass. <laughs> shooting this year that I know of. What are you America. talking about? Has there been one in 2019? Like 10. They're just not reported. They're just done covering them. There's just like eight people get shot in, a th- in an office. No one cares. I mean, yeah. something happened recently. It was five or six people got shot. No one cares. <laughs> okay. It's just mass. <laughs> yeah. It's got to be like 20 plus kids in a yeah, school yeah, now yeah. for it to get any press. <laughs> yeah. Nobody cares. If you're over 30, you could just get shot with impunity. <laughs> no one cares. Oh, a bunch of people got shot. Yeah, they're middle aged. No Ew. one cares. No, Who gives this shit? No, it's got to be kids. Shooting, yeah. Shootings are a young man's game It's just now. like Hollywood. It's got to be yeah, young yeah, and hip. Young and hip. It's yeah. got to be Instagrammable, shareable content, snackable content. Young- <laughs> snackable content. It's got to be. It's got to pop. It's got to be quick. We need young, hot teens. Yeah, young, an, hot teens It's only. an attention economy. We got to grab eyeballs. We got to do it. We got to get a certain amount of eyeballs on this. Bunch of 45-year-olds who file into an office and get their heads yeah. blown off. That ain't doing it. So Stephen Paddock is like a kind of like a mariner john ham he like he's like one of those few guys who who really got famous late in age well he's a guy <laughs> he had to, he had to do something big and we've never known less about a shooter i know Paddock. and we've he never, had the most time to develop a biography we've never known less about a guy than him it is so weird it's so interesting i'm not saying he didn't do it or anything but we've never he didn't have any interests i mean i grew up in the era of oj well he was famous that's how i get that but like a Scott Peterson, the uh, Menendez brothers. They the were Menendez brothers. Mm-hmm. They dig. Mm-hmm. They dig. They get <laughs> these fucker. Well, you know everything about yep. these people. You know their Christmas presents from age three, right? Yeah. Paddock. You don't know a thing. It's interesting. Yeah, he it's had odd. an Asian wife. Right, he went the to the end. Philippines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He like bought her in the Philippines, and that's all I know about him. Yeah, that's it. And he liked gambling. He liked playing. He sure, poker. He sure did. <laughs> he made a lot of money. Yeah. playing poker. That's it. You know, I want to know more about Stephen Paddock. There'll be a documentary on Netflix, like finding Stephen Paddock right soon. Yeah, yeah maybe we'll see. Know. Hopefully. 
but yeah, I haven't read about any big shootings this year. I guess they're they're happening more now, but I, it's weird. It seems like that was all the news in 2018, which is every day it was just like eight yeah. or ten here. I guess it's just not grabbing headlines. Hopefully somebody will shoot me for that boring shit I just said. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I just trailed off, kept talking. <laughs> Sometimes I like to wait and see how far yeah. it goes. <laughs> it's like a fucking battery dying. <laughs> trying to think what else that's really i retired from my family uh holidays i'm no longer doing holidays with my family do you um, visit them other times of year off holidays yeah but i've done i've done 34 holidays with them yep that's enough mm-hmm. that's enough well, now. why you don't like your family um i mean if that was a government job you'd be retired yeah the food has gotten war there's no effort anymore people show up in sweatpants to get super supermarket macaroni and cheese i'm i'm done i'm trying to get somewhere in the world and i'm giving these holidays to these people and I've, i'm done and i love them but enough is enough we've had so many divorces and mm-hmm. remarried i sit around i go who are these people <laughs> I mean, it's like showing up to a comedy scene after being gone I mean, for like, a year. How, how many divorces until we're literally just in a train station? <laughs> you know what I mean? Nobody fucking knows anybody. It's like enough already. I'm done. Let's fucking Why move on. He's black. Like, I, that let's move on. Let's, let's, these are these antiquated traditions that it's like, let's move on. Let's find something else. Let me go and do this with friends. Let me go travel on the holidays. I never traveled. You got to break out, folks. You got to yeah. break out of the matrix. I know that nobody wants to hear this. You got to break out of the matrix. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and uh, some people are like, it's cold calling your family the matrix. It did a fucking matrix. You got to break <laughs> out. You got to meet new people, do new things. Did you go this year or is this? This some- year was the final year. I went this year go, yeah. knowing this was the final year. Yeah. You told them or you just. I did an hour podcast about it, which (laughs) some of them listen to. If they care about me, they'll fucking know. Some of them listen to it. Um, But that's where I'm at with that, where it's like, I love them and I wish them the best, but it's like, I'm no longer giving the holidays to them. They've had 34 years. So are you? I got to create my own family of friends and who knows, lovers, friends, rich people. Yeah. Whoever I can (laughs) get my hooks in. Rich people is more the goal there. Sure. (laughs) Friends or family with you. Rich friends, rich people. But I mean, it it becomes uh, at a certain point, maybe I'll go back when they're dying, but it's time to at least take a break. If I'm not done forever, I'm taking a year break. That's fine. Year or two break. Mm -hmm. It's time. I've, you know, I've had enough. Yeah, I can't picture you sitting around a Christmas tree with kids opening presents. Um, I've had enough of that. Yeah. This, but here's there are no kids. I would like it if there were kids. These are all adults. No one's had any children. Uh, all my cousins haven't had children. They're all you know. Oh, so it's they're just either the same DJs or on heroin. It's you oh, know. Right, you're from Long Island. Right. <laughs> right. So. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's like, nobody's got kids. There needs to be no Christmas. If there's no children, you don't need to have a Christmas. Literally, I'm being that. Yeah. yeah. You don't I, need I, to have. You're like passing around Amazon boxes to each other, which is weird. People are talking about their cell phone. Get enough. <laughs> Get away from each other. It's enough. Nobody's had any kids. When you're young, there's this idea that you're, you're the crop of kids that's coming up in the family is going to change the world and do great. Mm-hmm. And they don't. But no. the idea of that is important. Yeah, and the joy. May, yeah, the idea. Hope. hope. There is no more hope, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> there are now Christmases without hope. Everyone's in their mid-30s. <laughs> no one can look at you with a straight face and go, you can be whatever you want. I think. 
No, just stay out of jail is what people are saying to you now. No one with a straight face can be like, you can be whatever you want. Just work hard. What are you, 34? You've been in and out of jail? Yeah. The world's your oyster. You just go out there and do whatever you want. I'm sure it'll work out. No, it's this fucking depressing, sad AA meeting with fucking candy canes. I think some of the, the overarching message I'm getting from you right now is something that I relate to hard, which is if you don't, if you're in your thirties, have kids, have a family, yeah, grow up and stop with all the leisure stuff. The you've already gone on the Disney World thing, you've gone off the Christmas without kids. For me, the, the barcade culture is really bothering. The pinball yeah. and all Listen, the mix, or or do what we did and ruin your life. Yes, you know what I mean. Ruin your life. Or create a life. The way I think about life is this. You get one time on this planet. To waste it with people you care about is such a horror. (laughs) To me. Yeah. It's such a nightmare (laughs) to spend it with people that love you and care about you. You should be constantly. Then why would you start a family? Because those are enablers. They don't. You should constantly be trying. Starting a family is different. Starting a family Mm -hmm. is creating people your own enablers right. and those kids will hate people. you for 10 years so it's not that love and support that's what it's all about man it's yeah. not about like you're so i'm sitting around in these fam this these family functions sometimes and like you know i mean i talked about this on my show there was this girl in the i don't even know who this person is. <laughs> i don't even know who this person is. a cousin a second cousin third cousin, <laughs> who cares and she's talking about why she decided to become a teacher could anything matter less? I'm genuinely asking. Could any conversation be less vital to our critical thinking faculties than this bitch talking about why she wanted to get summers off and work five hours a day? Could anything be less important? Gen- gen- genuinely. And well, you yeah, have to sit there. A 22-year-old kid telling you why he wanted to start doing stand-up. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Fair enough. My uncle's dating this woman. She walks in. She's like, my son's... Co- Your son? <laughs> Your son is coming? <laughs> Who are you? <laughs> we your fucking son. He walks in, I swear to Christ, with an acoustic guitar. (laughs) My dad is a musician. He's a singer-songwriter. So now my dad and this woman's son are doing a show in the den without consent. They just whipped it out and started strumming. (laughs) And not Christmas songs. (laughs) Originals. (laughs) They're doing originals in the den. And everybody thinks it's great. Oh my God. My dad, I love my dad, but he's not good at writing songs anymore because he's fucking 65. He's got a wife and he just doesn't care. They care about their dog. So he's a wine salesman during the day and that's all his songs are about. He's like, I take the train and sell the wine. <laughs> sometimes it's red and sometimes it's white and all these fuckers are sitting there going this is deep oh this is God. brilliant this guy's a genius and then the, her son gets up this guy who's 40 her son's 40 so this bitch is 300 <laughs> who is he gets up and he does a song that was written I swear to God by an 11 year old and I'm like please tell me you're a pedophile that's the only way to make this <laughs> make sense make sense 
And it's about colors. He's like, my friend has a son and we wrote a song about colors. And he starts Eleven singing. is too old to be writing a and song he goes, about colors. Blue, what are you going to do? Yellow, you're so mellow. And that I kid's said, retarded. And I said to myself... <laughs> I said to myself, I said, this is it. This is it. <laughs> this is the final year. I wish everyone the best. I don't know what's happening. I think people are becoming retarded. Yeah. Like literally I'm watching people become mush brains. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my stepmother brought everyone slippers. Thanks. <laughs> and everybody started doing the hokey everybody pokey. Everybody knows you buy slippers for someone you don't give a fuck about. Well, that sh- in that case, she's correct. Um, <laughs> Everyone started doing the hokey pokey in the den. I mean, I, I was really stunned. And I said to them, now I've spent Christmases in degenerate bars as a cocaine addict with strangers. Mm-hmm. And I had a blast. So much more fun. Yeah, nobody busted out an acoustic so guitar and sang about, <laughs> about I mean, green. You cannot even understand mm-hmm. how stupid this was. And how I'm just done. I just said to myself, I need to move on. I need to find another tradition. Yeah. Life is about building new traditions. Sometimes you have to step back away from, I know a lot of friends that invited me, you know, and I'm like, you know what? That maybe is the direction I have to head in. Sure. I think families just kind of keep you mediocre. They just pat you on the back and say, this is good. This is fine. They just hold you down. Everybody making each other feel good about not pushing themselves. We have a group text, which I just opted out of. And I could not, <laughs> I couldn't opt out because my, 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 some of them have an Android. So if I have, you have iPhone and Android, you just can't get out of it. Mm-hmm. I told my aunt, I'm like, I got to get out of this. Here's what the group chat will be. Someone will get their learner's permit and they'll go, Liam got his learner's permit to learn how to drive. Yeah. And the whole family will be like, great job. This is fucking awesome. Congratulations. It's not Harvard. He got a <laughs> learner's permit. It's not even a license. It's the ability to learn how to drive, which is fucking a requirement <laughs> in 99 places, 99% of the places you're going to live. It's crazy. It's like saying someone got an AIDS test. Congrats. Oh my God. Great this job. This is great. <laughs> so to me, I'm like, I, I just, you know, your, your point is well taken. These are enablers mm. that require the least of you. Family requires the least of you. Mm-hmm. And it's not good. It's not good. I mean, my see, father I, don't always- get, I don't get that. I get the opposite. I get the, you, you should just quit. You're not going to do anything. Like I get the negative reinforcement. So it isn't, it's not enabling me. If anything, well, it's maybe feeding me. That's why me you go not- home so much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You need it. Yeah. It's fucking fish food. <laughs> yeah. You just need something to push off on. But yeah, like I, I, uh, that sounds lovely is what I mean. It sounds it's lovely for not. somebody to be like, you can do it. Great. But that's job. not what they mean. They don't mean they say you can do it because what they're really saying is, please tell me I'm OK. You oh, know? just so you say I'm going to tell well, you. I don't get listen. I don't get a ton of positive reinforcement in the sense of, you know, pe- people are there. They like the comedy thing. They're like, they'll still say to me, like, I hope it works out. And it's like, OK, it's kind of worked out on some level. You know, I'm yeah. touring around the country. having these special, you know, these people only respect you if you're Amy Schumer or Jerry Seinfeld. Like they don't. Yeah. You have to be really famous. Yes. Which is the only reason I want to get really famous. Is to throw it in their face. <laughs> I think that's the only that's reason anybody of- wants to get famous. <laughs> He's throw throwing it in, it in someone's like, look, face. Look nobody wants to get famous because they're like, that looks awesome. <laughs> look how- that's not what it is. And as I said, I want to have a holiday where I invite everyone to my big home and you're not there. Belittle them. <laughs> oh, you want to be there? Through an intercom? Like, put a throne. Yeah, I, w- I would love I would love if I'm not there. You just, just Skype them and just belittle them? I just have a staff. <laughs> <laughs> serving them food. 
have, I have the staff insults them as they feed him. The, there's a letter that everybody gets on their plate. They can open it up. It's got like my seal on it that I've sealed. And they open up the letter and it just says, it's just bullet points of my life. <laughs> 1984, five born, 2011 started stand up comedy. Yeah. You know, 2022, multimillionaire, you know, just, and just bullet points. And then, and then on the bottom, it just you. says, how's yours? <laughs> Question mark. You are home the entire time, but it's so big. You're in a wing. You don't even interact I'm in, with I'm in a control room. I <laughs> was <laughs> just a big cat on your Yeah, because you don't want to miss the reactions. You want right. to see their faces. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> that way you can zoom in on grandma. Yeah. Right. When she reads this, you're directing it. <laughs> Camera three on that. My wife's kid's brother and sister, whoever the fuck this person is. <laughs> That's why you succeed. You succeed so you can tell everyone else to fuck off. Yeah. I have about 19 people that I'm doing this for, and they don't even remember that I'm alive. Yeah. They don't even yeah. know I'm alive, right. but yeah. they are feeding me Where every day. Where did you day. grow up? I grew up uh, in Maine until I was uh, 12, and then I moved to Georgia. But I got people in both states that fuel my fire. Right. Interesting. Both non-essential states. Very non-essential. Yeah. <laughs> Atlanta's starting to become a thing now, but forever it wasn't. It, the, people always tell me that, oh, it must have been beautiful. It's like, no, I grew up in a paper mill town. The paper mill got outsourced to Africa, and then everybody went to her- on heroin. And now it's just a stop for people to search your car for oxygen. That's it. That's it's really just it. a heroin traffic stop. That's, That's absolutely all it, is. it. Paul LePage was kind of interesting. Were you ever following him? No. What happened there? He was Maine's Trump. He was their outspoken, insane Republican governor who would just drunk call other politicians. I'm going to fucking kill you. I like that. Yeah. No, that's what I'm saying. Paul LePage is right up your alley. You I'm, would into li- that. I'm into that hardcore. <laughs> yeah, you would <laughs> like Paula I mean? Page. You should. You missed a. You missed a good one. But yeah, no Atlanta. People always tell me that they think that moving to Georgia was going to be like redneck and like worse, and that I missed Maine. But actually, Atlanta was way more multicultural and interesting. Oh yeah, than Maine. Maine, they got a. They let the Somalians in <laughs> after Bill Clinton went into Somalia. Okay, and there was like rallies all over Maine, being like, "Why the fuck are these Somalians? This blue state, you know, that's so progressive. Interesting." Somalians come in, there's fucking rallies in the middle of every town in all of Maine being like, stop letting these fucking Africans into my state. Oh, wow. You Maine, know, babe. Great blueberries, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're very I will, progressive. I will say that. Let's do the grape of the week. It's the grape of the week. It's, it's the, the grape, grape of, of the week. week. Julia Naran's grape of the week is people who leave time on community microwaves. I can't microwave anything in your remaining four <laughs> seconds. Clear the damn timer for the next user. First of all, <laughs> what situation are you in in your life that you are using a community microwave? It's an office. Like in an office, uh, like a break room, you know? Just clear you it think out. think it was an SRO? <laughs> I didn't even understand. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're coming to their office to reheat their lunch, and they have to hit clear, and this is a big problem. <laughs> on the microwave. Order, order lunch. Be rich. <laughs> I used to order. Have Postmates and a comedian will bring you a lunch. <laughs> a comedian with two specials. Mike Panzer's gripe of the week is self-serve kiosks are really the employees that tell you to use the self-serve kiosks. I love so. I don't want to deal with people at all. Yeah, I like those because yeah. then I usually can get out faster. Yeah, I have no I, issue with them. These aren't real problems. <laughs> You're going to find that that's a, very, a yeah. We got a very privileged audience. <laughs> Adam Murray's gripe of the week is mechanics. Wouldn't it be great if there, somebody's like, gripe of the week, age of consent. <laughs> <laughs> what? 
how come in my state it's 18, but this I have to go to the next right. state across to get 16? <laughs> right. <laughs> it's Anthony Camilla. <laughs> <laughs> Drive of the week from Adam Murray is mechanics trying to upsell you on unnecessary things for your car when you just want an oil change. Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, but I mean, you could just say no. I do they, think they, they have a, it's like their requirement to do it. But I think they have a bucket of dirt and they take out your air filter and just throw dirt on your filter and they're like, you need a new air filter. <laughs> I think they do that to me all the time. Right. That's true. Patrick Warner's gripe of the week is elderly drivers that can't even stand up straight, but they're still allowed to drive. Yeah. I mean, what do we do with them, Patrick? <laughs> <laughs> what do you do? They want to get so. Are you going to take them? <laughs> are you going to fucking? Not. There's only so many access buses, too. I mean, what are we going to do here? The, you know, some of these people, some of these gripes, tend to believe that the world is an innumerable amount of options in the world. <laughs> it's like right. there's not. There's trade-offs. You can pick them up or you could take the chance with them on the road. And they usually have giant cars, so they're easy to spot. I feel like these, yeah, that, that, and I feel like these people don't have any old people in their life that they understand that this bitch is better off going out and doing something instead of wasting away in the house. Right. Yeah. I mean, it, you I mean, know. You, you keep your brain better if you fucking use it, you know? I, I don't, like, I don't really, I've, I can't remember the last time I've had a problem with an old driver. I mean, it's one of those things I think it's really overdone. Like the amount of people that talk about how bad old people are. I just, I think they're fine. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe they're going a little slower, but maybe fucking you need to go a little slower, you know? Yeah. That's the dude I hate is a guy that gets mad at an old person in the TSA line when they're traveling. And it's like, motherfucker, I bet you you're never going to travel at that age. So shut the fuck up. You can't just be a little, you're a little bit patient. Just because yeah. the old bitch's hip hurts, so yeah. it's hard for her to take her fucking jacket off. Right. Don't enough. be a cunt. Yeah. Be nice to the old lady. Allie Wolf's grave of the week is uh, the ladies that don't like dick pics and ruin it for the rest of us. Oh, I resonate with this because I'm a big fan. Yeah. You shouldn't say that into this podcast. Why? I guarantee you 100% of our listeners are men. <laughs> I don't think one woman listens to this podcast. I do a bit about it. Fucking inundated. I do a bit about being a fan of them. Yeah, so I, I mean, yeah, I, I, I think with this. people complain about way too much shit like that. Well, well, it's like, first of all, the percentage of dudes that are sending them out completely unsolicited not high. Are, is not very high. And if it's contextual, that's rad. Right. Yeah. Word. Yeah, I want to see it. Besides, wouldn't you want to see what you're working with anyways? John Gibson's gripe of the week is weed smokers that casually slip in some opium into the bowl and don't say anything until after <laughs> you smoke. <laughs> this is a vet. These gripes are getting very specific. <laughs> John's gripe of the week is Chuck. <laughs> Chuck, the heroin addict. How often is somebody slipping opium in your weed? Who are you hanging out oh, with? Oh, you're getting, you're getting free you're heroin? Getting free drugs, and that's your problem? God. <laughs> maybe don't hang out with your heroin addict yeah, friends right before you go to weed with work. people you know. <laughs> Ask them to stop doing that. Maybe go take a walk. You know? Yeah. Go take a walk in a park. <laughs> Climb some stairs. Do something different with your life. Ennis James Crafton's gripe of the week is when comedians don't acknowledge the light. Uh, don't acknowledge it. I can't sure. stand. Yeah, I can't stand when I'm on a show with somebody. Sure. They're like, I just got the light because they're always trying to be manipulative. Like they want to be I like, really would say, no, don't I leave. will say this. I have not had a lot of cases where people abuse that. I mean, that's just me. I know there's some people that are crazy and they'll abuse it by five minutes. Mm -hmm. But the majority of people, I don't know that it's a huge widespread problem, especially if you're working clubs and stuff. I think most people get off. Am I wrong? 
No, I don't think you're wrong. Well, I, I, yeah. I like, because uh, I don't ever need one. People are always yeah. like, oh, and I'm like, no, nah, I could just, I can do my, I have a phone. It has a big, huge, big numbers on it. I can just, if you're, if the club doesn't have a thing for me to see, then I'm going to see it myself. So I don't, and I, so I always just tell them if it makes you feel better to light me, you can, but I know exactly how much time I got to do. Right. I haven't used the light in like a year. I just put my phone on with the timer. Yeah. On. I like a light um, only because sometimes I don't, like I lose myself and I'm not oh, yeah. necessarily like looking at my phone. And so I, I like a light, but. I think most people get off stage. I think what they were saying is when they, well, I don't know. I can't say when people say, oh, they're giving me the light where they try to manipulate the audience into like making a noise to get them to want to stay. Right. It's like, you knew you've signed up for 15 fucking minutes. Shut up. Don't act like they're ripping you out of the audience's hands. Um, who do you guys think got it? I guess the guy that's being dosed with heroin is <laughs> <laughs> a legitimate gripe. It's very specific. <laughs> but I would say he seems to have the biggest problem. <laughs> and it's not Just, that one yeah. thing. It's not the guy slipping the heroin. That's also, not his big problem. It also seems very preventable. You know? <laughs> Well, there you go. John Gibson got gripe of the week for weed smokers that casually <laughs> slip in some opium into the bowl and don't tell you anything until after you smoke the whole thing. Congrats. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like everything's turning up John these days. <laughs> free opium, free plugs on a podcast. Man, yeah. this guy's got everything going for him. Tim, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you guys for having me. I really appreciate it. This was a ton of fun. I had a great time. Yeah, no, thank you both. I appreciate it. You got guys. anything you want to yeah, yeah, let tell us everybody. know? Tim live dates. You can catch me there. I'm probably coming maybe somewhere near you, maybe not. Tim J. Dillon, D-I-L-L-O-N on Instagram and Twitter. And um, Tim Dillon's going to hell podcast. You'll get the same type of positive life affirming <laughs> content that you got here. Thank you, guys. Thank you. Thank uh, you. And thanks so much for listening, guys. Make sure you subscribe. Follow us on all the assorted social media at NoSirPod, at Brian J. Vokey, at The Funny Carmen. Go to NoSirPod.com for uh, archived episodes, and you can contact us, NoSirPod, at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening. Tell other people about us. We love you. Bye-bye. No, sir, I don't like it. 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 No sir, I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. What the fuck is the fucking matter? 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 I don't like it. I don't like it. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't want your life. No, sir, I don't like it. I don't. No, sir, I don't like it.